This podcast is sponsored by the Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. The first John chapter 4. We're going to revisit a few things. We go, and we're going to revisit them because of the area that we're moving in and the things that we're doing, it requires something of us. I remember a writer of old said, I will not give God that which costs me nothing. Hallelujah. Anything of value is going to cost you something. Hallelujah. So there's some things that we have to do and we need to uh, position ourselves. We need to hear. So in 1 John chapter 4, we're going to begin with the very first verse. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is that spirit of Antichrist, whereof ye have heard that it should come. And even now, already is it in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Them who? Them spirits. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Not going to overcome them, have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So I want you to repeat that after me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say it one more time. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. One more time. Greater is he that is in me than he 
that is in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let that register on your spirit. Let that register on the inside of you that the greater one who lives in you is greater than any devil, any demon, any spirit that is in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And see, that's what it's about, is taking your rightful place, exercising the authority that God has given to you. Greater is he. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So when you come up against a hard place, when you come up against, you know it's an act of the devil. You know it's a, it's a spirit, the strong man. Say, so wait a minute. No matter how strong he is, no matter how bad it looks, no matter how powerful he appears to be, you can fall back on greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Hallelujah. See, faith is of the heart. Faith is of the heart. And faith is based on God's word. When you believe what's in God's word, that's when it works for you. It cannot work for you with mental assent. Many people will read the scripture, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, and say, yeah, I believe that. But do they really? Do they really? If they really believed it, they would use it when they come against the hard places. The greater one's in me. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know this is a test. I know this is a trial. I know this is a challenge. But wait a minute. Greater is he that's in me than this test, than this trial, than this challenge. The greater one is in me to help put me over. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit is called the paraclete. He is the one called alongside, together, with, against. <laughs> oh, glory, you didn't hear that. Let me say that again. He is the one called alongside, together, with, against. Whatever comes against you, whatever rises, raises its ugly head, and he is the one who's greater. And not only, watch this, watch this, watch this. Not only does he come together with, against anything that comes against you, together with you. Some of y'all thinking wrong. See, I got to get you back on track. Oh, he's coming with him? No, he's with you because he's in you. So whatever comes up against you is coming up against him. Hallelujah. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You, too many of us try to fight our own battles. <laughs> Glory to God. We try to fight our own battles. We try to fight our battles in our flesh. We want to get mad, rise up, talk loud, cuss, fuss, carry on. Okay? No, lean back. I said, lean back. Because the greater one's in you. He wants to fight the battle. 
because he's greater. Everybody say greater. greater. You know, greater means more than, bigger than, better than anything that's out there. Okay, how bad it is, how big it is. He's greater. So the greater one lives in you and he's there to put you over. See, see, you forgot the first several verses. <laughs> Verse 4. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, them spirits, them demons. You've overcome, already overcome, because greater is he that's in you than he. That's in the world. Hallelujah. Quit fighting your own battles. Quit. Just quit it. Just, just make, a, make a, a conscious decision that I'm going to stop fighting my own battles. I've been equipped. <laughs> I have been equipped with the overcoming one. He's in me. And whenever a battle arises, what are we going to do? Lean back. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. All right. Turn, please. Turn, please, because I'm, I'm on a schedule here. To Matthew chapter 28. We want to see this. We want to see this. Matthew chapter 28. Verse 18, Matthew 28, 18. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. All power, all authority is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore. Because of the authority that's been given to me, I'm going to delegate it to you, and you go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. All power is given to Jesus. He delegated that power to us and told us to go. Now greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world, so we can go anywhere in the world. Hallelujah. But you got to believe this. If you go without believing it, you're going to get whipped. Remember the sons of Sceva? All right. You got to believe it. Okay, turn to Mark. Mark 16. I'm going to do this quickly because I got to tell you a story. Mark 16 and the 15th verse. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That means no one's left out. That means no place in the world is left out. 
Yet we have governments who say that you cannot preach that here. Whole governments set up with military, with, with bombs and bullets and big jails and great big secret service guys and all of this to keep you out. But yet and still we got missionaries in every country. In every country preaching this gospel because he said go. I give you authority to go. So it doesn't matter how big the agent, secret agent is, how many bombs and bullets they got, how big the army is, you can go. If you're called to go, you're equipped to go. And all you got to do is believe it and lean back on the greater one who's in you and he'll get you in. Hallelujah. Do you know when the Iron Curtain fell, they found Christians behind the Iron Curtain? There were underground churches everywhere because greater <laughs> is he that's in you than he that is in the world. You can't get the word out. God said my word that goeth forth out of my mouth will not return to me void. It will accomplish that which I please. And he pleases that that gospel go into all the world and be preached to every creature. So man can't keep it out. Because somebody had the guts to lean back. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, all right. So now, he said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. The very first sign. The very first sign will be that they will cast out devils. Didn't say they was going to cozy up with them. Did not say that they was going to coexist with them. Come on, that's what this is what we're doing. This is what Christians are doing. They're co trying to coexist with demons when Jesus said, cast them out. That's the very first sign. You cast them out. Hallelujah. Some of us cozy up with demons when we go into the voting booth. Moving right along, because I see that excited everybody. Moving right along to, to James. <laughs> I'm going to hurry. I'm going to hurry. James, the fourth chapter. Watch this. James, chapter four, verse seven. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourself to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Why would the devil flee or run from you? Just because you resisted him. Because he knows that greater is he that's in you than he that is in the world. He knows it, even if a lot of Christians don't know it. He's more afraid of you than you are of him. 
but he don't want you to know it. But the scripture says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Hallelujah. All right. Now I want you to turn to, to Peter, 1 Peter 5. First Peter chapter 5 and the 6th verse. Oh, hallelujah. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Seeking whom he may devour. Now this is written to Christians. This is not written to the world. The devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about among Christians, seeking whom he may devour. The ones that don't know about the greater one living on the inside of them. They know it in verbiage only. Only because they hear it, but they don't live it. So he's seeking to devour them. He's not seeking to devour the world. He's already got them. Amen. You know, he's not looking at looking for them. He's looking for you. Watch this now. Verse 9. Whom, speaking of the devil, resist steadfast in the faith. Another way of putting that is steadfast resisting him in your faith. Here it is. Here it is. This is how you do it. You do it by faith. You do it by the word. The word says you can resist him. And you could not resist him if you did not have authority over him. Let me say that again. You could not resist him unless you had authority over him. Your authority comes from Jesus that he delegated to you before he left. The devil knows it. Therefore, you resist him because you have the authority to do it. Resist him. Watch this now. Whom resist steadfast in the faith. Why is he in the faith? Because you can't see him. You can't see him. Oh, well, some of us get to see him. <laughs> some of us get to see him. Some of us see him in many forms. Some of us see him in the form of a person we know. Some of us see him in the spirit. But more than likely, it's in your everyday life that you see him. And by faith, you've got to resist. You've got to put the word against whatever came up against you. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Well, he's spirit. 
And he said, I am the life. So he and his word are the same. So if you put his word up against, you got it going on. Hallelujah. So verse 9 again says, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished. Now, affliction does not mean sickness and disease. Let me tell you what an affliction is. You don't have enough money. I ain't no affliction. Oh, really? Get to that place. Run out of money. You'll see it is an affliction. <laughs> Amen. It's not talking about sickness and disease. It's talking about things that come against you. Anything. I don't care what it is. The same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, after that you have suffered a while, after that you have suffered a while, make you perfect, perfect. That means complete. Establish, strengthen, settle you. You get settled after you suffered a while. Amen. There are no great victories without some great battles. So you might have to suffer a little while. But you know that greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, and I'm going to win. I may have to go through a little something, but I'm going to win. It may last for a little while, but joy cometh in the morning. It, it may last for a while, but see, tomorrow it's going to be different. The sun will come up tomorrow. Amen. It may look bad tonight. It may be midnight. It may be midnight in my life, but tomorrow's coming. Tomorrow's got to come because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't care where you are, what you're going through, tomorrow's coming. Amen. I said tomorrow is coming. And the scripture says joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say, all I got to do is make it through to morning, devil. <laughs> That's all I got to do is make it through to morning. I'm going to quote every scripture I know. It may take me six hours. I may even have to look a few up. But I'm going to quote them all night long because joy comes in the morning. <laughs> His mercies are new every morning. Every morning. So you can say, in the morning. Say that with me. In the morning. In the morning. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So at night, what am I going to do? I'm going to quote me some scriptures and lean back. That's what you got to do, brother. You got to lean back, see? See, see, we most of the time we we trying to lean forward and fight the fight. No, don't fight. Only for fight the fight. Lean back. Let him fight the fight. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, I told you to go tell your story. My time's going. Oh Lord. Okay. All right. 
in, in the early 1950s, uh, Brother Kenneth Hagin, my spiritual father, said that he was, uh, he was uh, having a sandwich and with, a, with a pastor that he had preached during the day at this pastor's church. So he was just fellowshipping with the pastor and, and having, a, having a sandwich and whatnot before they went to bed. And he said that uh, what happened was he, he, uh, they, they realized how late it was. It was like 11, 1130 at night. They realized they needed to get to bed. So they said, let's, let's just pray here before we go to bed. He said, I knelt down to pray. And he said, when I knelt down, all of a sudden I was in the spirit. All of a sudden I was in the spirit. And he said, the, the, it's like the ceiling disappeared. And he said, there stood Jesus. He said, Jesus stood right there. And he said, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I was kind of astounded, but I realized that's Jesus standing there. Let me hear what he's got to say. Now watch this now. Remember something that Mary said in the beginning of miracles at the, at the wedding feast of Cana. She said, whatever he says to you, do it. Okay? So it's not so much what's going on. It's what he says to you. Did you hear me? It, 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 Brother Hagin said, so many people asked him, well, what did he look like? He said, I wasn't interested in what he looked like. I wanted to hear what he said. He said, I wasn't interested in whether he had on a robe, whether he had on sandals, whether he had long hair, short hair, whether he needed a shave. He said, I wanted to hear what he had to say. Remember God said, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. So, Brother Hagin says, Jesus said, Jesus began to speak to him and to give him some important information for his ministry. And uh, so he was listening intently to this information. And he said, all of a sudden, there appeared this little monkey-like figure, which was a demon. And this demon, he said he, he looked like a little monkey, not a monkey now. I mean, he looked like a monkey. Okay? People out here saying, oh, all demons are monkeys. I heard pastors say, so I didn't say that. And Brother Hagin didn't say, he said, he looked like a monkey. Okay? You have to have some point of reference, something that we, we can recognize, something that we can describe. So he said he, he, he looked like a monkey. And he said, he, he, he got between Jesus and Brother Hagin. So Jesus is up here. Brother Hagin is down here kneeling, praying. He's looking up at Jesus, and Jesus is speaking to him. And he said, this little demon got between him and Jesus, and he let out this, like, black smoke, this smoke screen. He put out this smoke screen, so he said, now I couldn't see Jesus. He said, now I could not see Jesus. And he said, Jesus kept on talking. He said, I could hear the sound of his voice. He kept talking. He said, but then this little demon 
monkey-like demon, he began to let out this loud screeching sound. Yakety yak 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 yakety yak, and he said real high pitched, you know, like some folk we know, you know, a real high pitched sound. So he said he's just a yelling yakety yak yak yakety yak yak yakety yak yak, and the smoke is all over. So he said now not only can I not see him, I can't hear what he's saying. He said, I could hear the sound of his voice, but I could not distinguish what he was saying. And he said, this, this little demon, he's just making all this. And he was jumping up and down while he was doing it. So he was on this side of the smoke screen. So he's jumping up and down and throwing his arms up. Yakety yak yak, yakety yak yak, yakety yak yak. So now he blocked his vision so he could not see Jesus. He's making this noise so he cannot hear Jesus. But he's also doing something to distract him, to get his attention off Jesus. Hmm. Can't see him. Can't distinguish what he's saying. And he's doing something to distract your attention away from Jesus. So he said, he said, I thought to myself, doesn't Jesus know that I can't hear him? Why doesn't he do something about that demon? And he said, I'm wondering this, but Jesus ain't doing nothing. He's still talking. He just go right on talking like nothing's happening. So he said, he said, The smoke screen disappeared and the demon got quiet. Hmm. And he said, Jesus knew what I was thinking. He said, Jesus said to me, if you hadn't done something about that, I couldn't. He said, if you had not done something about that, I could not. So Brother Higgins said, now nah, I figured something's wrong with my ears. I know I missed him because, see, I had always been taught Jesus could do anything he wanted to. Jesus has all power. He can do anything. He said, so I said, to, I said, no, no, Lord, I, I know I, miss, I misheard what you said. You didn't say you couldn't. You said you wouldn't, right? He said, Jesus said, no. I said, if you didn't do something about that, I couldn't. He said, I kind of shook my head a little bit, said, you know, something's wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. I, I'm not hearing right. Something's wrong with me because I know Jesus can do anything because that's what I was taught. So he said, Lord Jesus, I, I, I know I misunderstood you. You didn't, you didn't make a mistake. I misunderstood you. You didn't say I couldn't do anything about that demon. You said you wouldn't, right? He said, no, I said, if you didn't do something about that, I couldn't. So he said, I approached him the third time. 
And he said, Jesus, it was like he got mad about it. And he said, no, I said I couldn't. And he said, I got it. He said, I got it. I understood fully. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that we are to pray for God to do something about the devil because he's given us the authority to do something about him. I don't care whether it's your finances. I don't care whether it's your children. I don't care if it's your house. I don't care what it is. Whatever the devil comes against you with, you have the authority to stop him. That's the meaning of that whole thing. Now, I've known this for years. I'm almost done. I've known this for years. I've known about this story. And uh, the reason I'm repeating it, because I told you, the Lord told me I need, I need to do that. I have to tell the story, Brother Hagin's stories and continue. So I, I've known this for years. And a, a, a while back, not that long ago, a couple of months ago, I was sick. I mean, I was sick as a horse. You say, what do you mean sick as a horse? Well, a horse is big. I mean, big sick. <laughs> big sick, amen? I was sick as a horse. It was some kind of stomach virus or something. You know how you run into the bathroom? I mean, you look, you're fine when you come back. But I mean, 10, 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes later, <gasps> I got to go again. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just, just sick as a horse. So I, I'm having this experience, and uh, and and I was I was in the bed, and you know how you try to find a position so it don't come back. Maybe if I don't move, you know, <laughs> it won't come, it won't come back. You know, what I mean? maybe if I turn, I lay on my left side. You know, you try you lay on your left side first time it come back. So next time I'm gonna lay on the right side. Maybe it won't come back. You know, so I'm in, I'm in the bed, and this thing is start to bubbling. You know, it's starting to bubble. I know, I know it's starting to bubble. It starts bubbling, and Jesus starts talking to me. And I mean, he's just talking on like nothing's happening. And my my mind, I didn't say it with my mouth, but my mind is saying, Don't he know what I'm going through? Why he want to talk to me now? Why he want to give me instruction now? And he just kept on talking. If you don't do something about that, <laughs> I can't. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. All authority was given to Jesus and he delegated it to us. And if we don't do something about it, God can't. I said God can't. He cannot. Because he's given the authority to us to do something about it. The reason nothing is done is because we don't believe that we have the authority. Or we don't know how to exercise the authority. The, the authority is exercised by your faith by your faith whom resist steadfast I got to close but I'm going to say this before I do one of the big, biggest distractions that the devil uses 
and we allow him to use it is offenses. And you get offended. Then he's throwing up his arms. He's distracting you. I don't want to go to church. I don't want to read no Bible. Well, I can't see. I can't hear. And I'm distracted. To get you away from the authority that you have. Because he knows that if you ever wake up. If you ever wake up. He's in deep trouble. He's in deep trouble. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you and bless you. We honor you, glorify you, and give your name the glory for everything accomplished. We believe that the word that was sown in the hearts of the people here today will germinate and it will produce a harvest. We expect it. We believe for it, Lord God, and we stand in awe of all that you're doing. We give your name the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you receive something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.